Hey, welcome everyone to a special Thursday edition for Hope for Our Times. Uh, listen, I've uh, got a really good one for you today. Um, we're going to be talking about the dam that is breaking, and I'm talking about this dam um, that you look at it this whole world, and it looks like everything is about ready to collapse. So we're going to go there in just a second. Hey, please, uh, before we go there, please like and subscribe to this YouTube channel. Um, it helps us to be able to get the word out to that many more people. Really appreciate that. And also, you can download the Hope for Our Times app. It is absolutely free to download. And speaking of this Sunday night, we're going to be testing out the app live. So we're going to start on YouTube. We're going to be live. And then when I'm going to get into some rocky areas that YouTube and Facebook won't allow me to, to be on, uh, we're going to go over and we'll be live on the app. So that's going to be starting this Sunday night. Again, we'll be starting live on YouTube. So make sure you join us. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a great time. We're going to be talking about Israel this Sunday night. I'll be by myself with no guests this Sunday night. Uh, so go for it. Also, uh, one more thing before we get going. If you're going to Israel with me coming up November, November 2nd, um, I've been sending out some emails. And if you've registered, you're going, you, you, you pay for the trip, and you haven't gotten an email from me, check your spam uh, folder because it's probably in there. I sent out a few emails. And uh, we also had a great uh, Zoom meeting last night about that trip for all those who are going. Okay. Back to everything else. You ready for this? Listen, the dam is breaking. I want you to think of the words of Jesus. When he was asked in Matthew chapter 24, he said, when will all these things be, the disciples said, and what is the sign of your coming in the end of the age? And then Jesus, the Bible tells us, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, he said to them, verse 4, Matthew 24, take heed that no one deceives you. I'll say, first of all, we're facing all kinds of deception. And then verse 5, it's this, Jesus said, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. Let me stop here for just a second. This isn't what our message is about. Uh, but think of this. Yuval Noah Harari, all the technocrats and everything that's going on out there. You think of Silicon Valley, all these people that are claiming to have the way of salvation. How Yuval Noah Harari says that the resurrection of Jesus is fake news. This is everywhere now. And when Jesus says, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many, what does that mean? I am the way of salvation. Follow me. I will give you life. Man, this is being promoted everywhere right now, from the World Economic Forum to the UN to all of the transhumanism talk and on down the list. But nevertheless, let me continue, because this is going somewhere. Jesus said in verse 6, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. In other words, there's always going to be these types of things. Uh, so don't be troubled. There's a certain time when all of these things will be converging. For nation will rise against nation, verse 7, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. All right. We'll stop here. Think of this. All these are the beginning of sorrows. That's a term applying to pregnancy. In other words, when you see these events take place and they begin to have these birth pangs, like a woman who's about ready to give birth to a baby, they increase in frequency and intensity. Folks, we're watching that, but this won't actually have its fulfillment till the tribulation period. So let's put this into the right perspective. Just on this one thing alone, there will be famines. 
in various places, famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. Think of where we are going to. Listen to this news. Uh, Europe to become economic wasteland as industry dies, banks fail, and food production plunges. I'm going to read this to you in just a second. Uh, but think of uh, Revelation chapter 6, the rider on the black horse. What happens? John sees a rider with a pair of scales in his hand. Scales are unbalanced. And then he, and then he hears the words, it's, a, it's a, a day's wage for enough wheat or barley for a loaf of bread, but do not harm the oil or the wine. In other words, the people at the top, the elite, the people that are calling the shots, manipulating things, they're not going to be harmed by this famine and economic catastrophe that comes on the planet. But it's going to be hyperinflation for everybody else. A day's wage for a loaf of bread. So the description that the Bible gives us, a time of great famine is coming to the globe that is brought on by economic catastrophe. I believe that is manufactured. I believe that's what Revelation chapter 6 is giving us the clue on with the black horse. Manufactured economic crisis that brings famine upon the world. Fascinating. Listen to this again. Europe to become economic wasteland as industry dies, banks fail, and food production plunges. Europe's economy, currencies, and industries are in free fall, plunging toward economic wasteland, status that's less than a year away if natural gas supplies from Russia aren't quickly restored. That's the conclusion of numerous experts who have spoken uh, over the last couple of weeks to natural news, including war correspondent Michael Yohn, uh, Finnish economist Tomas Melanin, global agricultural trends researcher David Dubin, and Italian-American author Leo Zagamimi. The situation is so dire that Germany chemical giant BASF, formerly part of the Nazi-run IG Farben chemical conglomerate that carried out war crimes, listen to this, against humanity, is now threatening to shut down operations for industrial plants that have run continuously since the 1960s. That's explained by author Philip Olderman in a UK Guardian article. Uh, the BASF is close to shutting down its massive chemical facilities in Germany due to a lack of natural gas. Now here's the clincher. But shutting down production might be permanent since no one knows if the plants can ever resume operations after a shutdown since the very act of shutting the system down may break it. All right, you hear that? And then there's this report. Blast detected near Nord Stream as images reveal a huge leak and some are saying sabotage of the gas that's supposed to go uh, from Russia. And you look at what Russia is saying, <clears throat> we're going to do. You look at the economic catastrophe. Then there's this global gloom. World markets plunge to start the week as global currency crash hits max pain and beyond. Folks, as you read all of these things that are going on, and you watch what's going on in Europe and in Germany, it looks like it is complete catastrophe that is coming to them, and the people know it. They're expecting all kinds of riots and civil unrest to break out. Germany's economy is in a free fall. Europe is collapsing. We watch what's going over on, uh, on over in China. China has an economic catastrophe coming. We hear about global famine that's going to come especially to uh, third world countries. <clears throat> Folks, I think of the words of Jesus. He says, all these things are the beginning of sorrows. 
In Luke chapter 21, Jesus said, when you see all these things begin to take place, look up and lift up your head because your redemption draws near. We're watching them begin. They're going to have their fulfillment in the future during the tribulation period. But listen, if we are watching them begin, indeed, look up and lift up your head because your redemption draws near. All of this, if not understood in the right context, can seem like some very bad news, very discouraging things. It can even get you depressed and so forth. This is why we need to stay in the Word. The Word gives us hope. The Bible tells us what the last days are going to look like, not so we'd be discouraged, but so that those who are reading and paying attention will know, oh, this is how God said they would Look, this is the direction the globalists are going to take things. This is what they are going to do. But my hope isn't in the globalists. My hope isn't in the things of this world. My hope is in Jesus Christ. We're citizens of this world if, if you know the Lord. So when we look at this, I think of the words of J.M. Markell who said, what did you think it was going to look like during the last days? So we're watching that, but the Bible has told us these things and Jesus himself said, look up and lift up your head because your redemption draws near. Lift up your head literally means with expectant joy. It's not, we don't have joy over the catastrophe and difficult things that are coming on the planet or even difficulty that many of you are going through right now or what Europe is faced with and so forth. We don't joy in those things, but we know that these things point to Christ who is coming. That is who our joy is in. And folks, we are going home. My hope is that you are ready. And regardless, when you look at the signs of the second coming of Christ and all the events of, that are going on in this world, if you don't know Christ who came the first time, who was judged for the sins of anyone who would believe in him, I encourage you and I, I, I implore you to ask Christ to forgive you, to surrender your life to him, to repent and turn to him. And Christ promises that he will forgive anybody who comes to him. And he himself said, I will in no way cast out anybody who comes to me. Trust in Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. All these things that are happening are just proof that the Bible is true. Jesus, he came the first time and he's coming again. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.